Now this is the second part of the message that now pertains very specifically to the US. You want to listen very carefully. Is it getting late everybody? It's already 10, 13. Shall I close? Shall I continue? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Alright. Now God through the angel of the covenant will come near to you to judgment. And these judgments will come swiftly. For example, in Genesis chapter 19 verses 21 to 22 you will read that God sent two angels to spy Sodom and Gomorrah to see firsthand if all the cries that God had heard are they valid, real. And if they are, then they are to swiftly pronounce judgment. In the same manner, this is what is going to happen next. Now turn with me to Malachi chapter 3. Now we are going to read verses 5, 6 and 7. And I will come near you for judgment. I will be a swift witness against sorcerers, against adulterers, against perjurers, against those who exploit wage earners and widows and orphans and against those who turn away an alien because they do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet, from the days of your forefathers, you have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, in what way shall we return? So we are going to look at verses 5, 6 and 7, one by one. Now if you look from verses 5 onwards, you will find the phrase there, swift witness against sorcerers. There are so many evil workers in the land. Now from this moment onwards, every word is for the U.S. It's, it, this is not a general word anymore. The first part was a general word. But from now onwards, it's a word for the U.S. There will come a swift witness, a very speedy witness against sorcerers. Now who are these sorcerers? Sorcerers are those who cast a spell, who do chantings or practice magic and witchcraft. These are they whom we call sorcerers. But the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 18 verse 10, Jeremiah chapter 27 verse 9, and Acts chapter 13 verse 6, that false prophets are also known as sorcerers. God is going to judge all the false prophets in the United States. 
that time has now come. You know, last year I was in Tanzania, a nation in East Africa. Never in my life have I experienced such a terror of the Lord that was manifest. And the terror first affected me. And I trembled for three days. The terror, you know, I was shaking and trembling inside me for three days. And for three days, the Lord denounced false prophets in the nation of Tanzania and for the continent of Africa. For three continuous days, in three long two-hour messages, there was nothing but strong words of judgment against false prophets, against false ministers of God who have been devastating the nation in the natural and in the spiritual. And the judgment of the Lord was they will die prematurely even in the pulpit. If they will not put their lives right, they will die. And two weeks after that, I left. Prof false prophets started dying one by one. It's the Africans who wrote me and they told me, they wrote with fear and trembling, your word came to pass exactly as how you spoke. So much so that the government of Tanzania took notice of the prophecy that I gave. Because the government of Tanzania were sick and tired of the false prophets. And they were looking for ways to get rid of the false prophets. Because the false prophets were creating disharmony in the nation. So the government took hold of the word that I gave and they began to see the fulfillment of them. And one prominent pastor's son died during the time that I was in Tanzania. And I was told he was such a lovely, highly respected pastor in the nation of Tanzania. Where he, they gave me glowing tribute about this pastor, how wonderful, how godly, how holy he is. And his son, who is his assistant pastor, was 32 years old. He died suddenly. He died. So naturally you will feel sad. But in my spirit I felt something was wrong. How could he just suddenly die like that? So when I prayed and asked the Lord, Lord, how, how did this man die? The Lord told me very simply, I killed him. And then the Lord revealed to me about his life. He is an anti-Christian. And, and you know where he died? While preaching in the pulpit. Then later on, the pastor who invited me confirmed the word that I received from the Lord. My dearly beloved brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, the Lord had tolerated all this this far. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now he's drawing. His sword has been now put in the center of the land. Now the sword will plead. When the sword pleads, 
it will either convict you to repentance or plead you to bleed. So, the false prophets of this land are going to be judged. They are the sorcerers. They operate by the spirit of divination. Acts chapter 16 verse 16. The spirit of divination works exactly like the spirit of prophecy. They prophesy, they operate in words of wisdom, they operate in words of knowledge, they'll call up people's names, they give out revelation exactly like a genuine working of the spirit of God. And Matthew chapter 24 verse 11, Mark chapter 13 verse 22, the Lord Jesus Christ warned that his false prophets will perform false signs and wonders. Even Revelation chapter 13 says, the ultimate false prophet will come, he will deceive the whole world through lying signs and wonders. So all these false prophets who are performing signs and wonders are preparing the way for the ultimate false prophet to come who will then deceive the whole world through amazing signs and wonders imitating the two witnesses. And the false prophet will also call down fire from heaven just like the two witnesses. The two events will take place simultaneously. So whom will you believe? If today, if today your heart is not absolutely loyal and faithful to the Lord God Jehovah, if today you are not living a life of obedience, if today you are not living a holy life, you will not know how to discern the Antichrist and the false prophet from the true two witnesses of God. You will not know how to discern. You will fall for the enemy's camp. Thinking that that is the truth. Set your heart right today. You won't get another chance tomorrow. Today is the day. You know, you have been hearing continuously, repent, 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 put right, put right. And all this is just like nonsense to you. Your mummy forcing you to repent, your daddy forcing you to repent, and they're forcing you to go to church, and they drag you from one convention to another convention. You may be forced to come and go. Whatever it may be, today is the day. Today is the day. If today you will miss this opportunity of putting your life right, you will not get a second opportunity. If you walk out the door with sin in your heart, with an unsanctified mind and an unsanctified spirit, God will stop convicting you. In case if you are thinking it is unscriptural, Revelation chapter 22 verse 11 says, He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He 
that is unrighteous, let him be unrighteous. You see, God says, if you want to be filthy, okay, continue. He's not going to pull you by the ear anymore. That's done with. Done. Today is the day. I see many, please don't walk here and there. If you want to walk, please get out. Please, all ushers who are at the back, make sure nobody's walking up and down. I see many holy saints of heaven standing in our midst all over this auditorium. That which I saw in a vision this morning, now I see them standing in white robes all over this auditorium because I was sent with this message saying today is the day Say, tell them that today is the day if they will not decide today they will not get another opportunity these false prophets the Bible tells us in 2nd Peter chapter 2 verse 1 will teach false doctrines. And Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 8 tells us, they are diviners of false visions and they imagine things to be visions and revelations from God. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 8, Ezekiel chapter 21 verse 29, chapter 22 verse 28, and Zechariah chapter 10 verse 2. You can get a revelation from the Spirit of God and you can also imagine things from your own heart. Imagine things from your own mind. Again, I am lovingly saying to you, please don't walk about anymore. The fear of the Lord will, will begin to increase in this auditorium, like how it happened yesterday. Today, you will have an opportunity to meet with the living God, to be brought into a covenant with God, just like how the Abrahamic covenant of circumcision it's not just the cutting of the foreskin of the flesh, but the foreskin of the heart. Today you will all enter into that covenant. So let's maintain that fear of God in our midst right now. And these false prophets, they will prophesy out of their own hearts. And the Spirit of God is showing me now that the ministers of God who are in our midst, you must truly search your hearts to see, are you truly doing the works of God or are you simply doing what you want to do? The works that you are doing, are they truly mandated to you by the kingdom of heaven or you want to do because somebody else is doing it.
and you are copying, imitating, and you want to do. Or God gave you a plan, a mandate, but you have failed to do the work and the mandate that was given to you. I see your special angel, angel of your church, angel of your ministry, standing beside you right now. And these angels, while I am speaking, will prop in your heart and bring to your remembrance the covenants that you made, the plans that God gave you. Whether are you walking in that perfect path or whether have you straight away. If you have straight away, which will be brought to your remembrance today. Today, out of God's great generosity and kindness, He has given us a day to come back to the right path. Come back to that ancient path. The ancient path means the path of beginnings. The path where you first begin your journey. Now this is not for everybody. I'm just talking to the ministers of God now. The path, the ancient path, the path of beginning where you were called to begin your ministry. You must, you must come back to that path and restart your journey. But when you restart your journey under the new covenant, you will run faster, you will do better and do greater. Secondly, you will read that there were adulterers in the land. Now, adulterers are, who is an adulterer? Two married persons having affair with either a married or a single person. Either one. That is an adulterer. Now, you all know too well that this land is filled with adulterers. Not only the unbelieving world, but also the church. Pastors who don't give any concern or any care or botheration to adultery. It's just like second nature now. It's okay to commit adultery. No big deal. You come up to this pulpit and you say one day, Oh, I and my wife are no more in agreeing terms. We started our journey. Nothing wrong with my wife, nothing wrong but we just decided to go our separate ways. And the whole congregation clapped their hands. You won't find a Muslim priest saying like that, you know. You won't find a Buddhist monk saying like that. You won't find any other religion priests saying like that. All this nonsense takes place in the supposedly church of God. This is where all the filth is. And we point a finger at the non-Christians saying, oh, they are Gentiles going to hell. No. The Lord Jesus said, the tax collectors 
and the prostitutes will enter into the heaven before you Pharisees will go. Because the sinners, they will hear the gospel and they will repent. In one moment they will repent and will set their lives right and they will enter into heaven. But they who are called by the name of God will continue to be obstinate. Because they say, I know the word better. We grew up in the church. From the day that I was born, I do not know any other religion except Christianity. So you become so desensitized to sin. Adultery in the pulpit. And then the following Sunday, they make an announcement. God has shown me my real soulmate, that is my secretary. Have you heard this before? It's becoming so common and it's becoming a laughing stock. Laughing stock. And then now you have gay bishops, gay pastors, lesbian bishops, lesbian pastors. A church solely dedicated to the gay community. You will never find a gay Muslim monk, I mean Muslim priest. You never find that. You will not find a gay Buddhist monk. Why is it so? Why those who are without Christ can live a righteous life, a holy life, a dedicated life, a separated life, and they who carry the cross are living a filthy life that all angels loathe at. Now the scriptures tells us very clearly all adulterers including the LGBTQ community practitioners will never enter into the kingdom of heaven. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21 Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5 Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 and chapter 22 verse 15 the scriptures very clearly says no adulterer no sodomite no effeminate effeminate are the transgender people the transgender and the Q people, effeminate, sodomite, the lesbians and the gays, they will never be allowed to enter into the kingdom of heaven. This Bible states that unequivocally, without any apologies, God doesn't need to apologize to anybody. Amen! Amen. The next group of people, false swearers. False swearers are those who, are the, who bear false witnesses. These are they who falsely criticize, backbite and gossip against others. They are called 
liars. And the Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 21 verse 8, all liars will be cast into the lake of fire. Be careful. Don't speak evil against anybody. Don't falsely write on the social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, even take a video and post on YouTube. All this nonsense that's taking place in the body of Christ today. You know what we are doing? You are sitting on your back and you are just looking upward and spitting. So where will the saliva fall? On your own face. That's what you are doing. When you write about others, all false criticisms, you are spitting on your own face. And you are writing lies. The true spirit of God will not do that. If you have a fault with your brother, go and talk to your brother. That's what the scripture says. Go and talk to them in private. If he does not agree, then bring an elder and go and talk to them again in private. And if he still doesn't agree, then expose him in the church, not on social media. It's in the church, within the confines of the church. You don't wash your dirty linen in public. Do you? No. Even when you go to the public laundromat, you're not washing in public, it's still in a box, in secret. No one sees all your dirty linens. So, anything, any activity outside of this is not motivated by the Spirit of God, but motivated by the father of lies, the devil. If you think you feel anointed to reveal secrets, you are not anointed by the Holy Spirit. You are anointed by the devil. Because it's the devil who shames publicly. God hides secrets. That doesn't mean God condones sin. When King David had an affair with Bathsheba and he schemed and killed her husband, no one knew this. Nobody knew this. But God, who saw this, sent his prophet Nathan to rebuke King David. As a result, he was disciplined. Now King Nathan, the prophet, did this secretly. It's just between him and David. That's what Nathan did. Nathan did not put up a Facebook, King David. No. We must repent of all this. All these evils that we are doing. The next category, oppressors of wages. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 24 verse 15 and James verse 5 and 4 that the wages, the money that are owed to our employees, the money and the reapers, the workers, both of them will cry to God. Even the money cries to God that it has been defrauded and God will judge you. Finally, don't oppress the destitute, the widows and the orphans. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verses 7 to 11 tells us that God always has a soft spot 
for the poor, the hungry, the widows, the fatherless and the orphans and even the strangers, meaning non-Christians. That it is our duty to care for them and to help them and feed them. God bless you so much, not just for you to save up for generations to come. No, keep what you need for yourself and then also use your wealth to bless others. You don't need to give away millions like Bill Gates can do. You can give away your tens, your twenties. Start small. Tens, twenties, your hundreds. Give to the poor. Feed the poor. Feed the hungry. So many homeless people in the US, right? I was so shocked when I first came in 91 to see homeless people in the US. Because till then, all Indians have the knowledge that America is a land that flows with milk and honey. Everywhere it flows with milk and honey. Everybody a millionaire in the US. That was our concept. I do not know where we got this idea from, but we all have the concept. Oh, America is a land that flows with milk and honey. So all Indians would like to migrate to America so that we can all become rich people. But I was shocked when I saw beggars in the US. I was shocked when I saw homeless people in the US. People living by in a cardboard. I was shocked that people have no clothes to wear. Today in the name of fashion we have no clothes to wear. Right? Today in the name of fashion we have one holes in our jeans. One holes in the knee, one holes in the thigh, one hole everywhere. And that jean is more expensive than a good pair of jeans. This is something, this logic I don't understand. Actually, a torn jean should be cheaper than a normal jean. Right? Anyway. So feed the poor. And finally, God is against those who don't fear God. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 11 tells us, Be careful of the terror of the Lord. Because the terror of the Lord is fearsome. Now, in spite of all this, in spite of all this ugliness and filthiness and loathsomeness in this nation, the scripture says in Malachi 3.6, Yet God did not consume us. Why? Lamentations 3.22 says, because his compassions fail not. We are not consumed because each time the Lord Jesus looks at his, the nail prints in his hands, he sees you. He sees your image. He sees the map of the United States. So how can he destroy this nation? He cannot. That is why 
he sends prophets after prophets to woo us back to himself. So now what is the word? Malachi 3, 7 says, Return back to God with all your heart, putting away lying, cheating, fornication, adulteries, manipulation of God's people. Put away all that. If you will do this, God will return to you with favor and crown your nation with goodness, splendor and honor. Amen. I also want to share with you now a very specific word that I was shown this evening during the worship. During the first part of the worship, the first part is always anointed very much more than the second part. During the first part of the worship, as I was making myself one to worship, I saw an angelic being walk up towards me and ask me a question. Would you like to go to the council and hear what they are talking about the US today? So naturally I said yes. So in the next moment, I was translated before the council in heaven. There are many councils in heaven, but this is one particular council that I regularly go to where I receive information about what they discuss about nations. They discuss about the plans of God and the status of the nations. So when I went to the council, I was met by the Saint Moses. He's one of the chief member in the council. And this is what I was told. Number one, judgment has been set aside for this nation to be met out. Which means, judgment now has been set, has been set to be carried out. Number two, and, and he reminded me, all these prophecies that you have spoken over the nation now have been listed down to be carried out. Secondly, churches that have not been walking right before God have been marked. They put a mark on those churches and the ministries. And when he spoke those words, I saw in a vision a huge black cross, like the symbol of a multiplication, that cross, over many churches all over the land, upon ministries. These are they who are not walking right before God and living by his principles. Instead of sheep in the churches, there are wolves. That's what I literally saw. Wolves were stretching out their necks from their churches and looking out at me. 
I never found a single sheep in the church. The church is filled with wolves. These churches are marked for destruction and fire. You know, when the twin towers came down, a church that was nearby also came down. And everybody wondered how can a church be destroyed when many people who worked in the twin towers were protected supernaturally by God. I'm sure you have heard testimonies like that. Some people were prevented from going to work. I personally know of an Indian man who worked in the twin tower, he and his wife. His wife worked on tower one and he worked in tower two. Both of them were specifically told by the Holy Spirit not to go to work that day. And many, many testimonies like that have surfaced how genuine Christians have been protected. That being the case, how did this church came into rebels? Later on, I made an investigation. How could a church, the house of God, also come down? And I found out that that church had hosted the Dalai Lama to speak at their Sunday service. And the worst thing was, the rector of the church asked the Dalai Lama to bless the Lord's Supper. And distribute to the congregants. Now you know why the judgment of God came. You know what an abomination that is. That is the, an abomination of the highest kind. Even if it can be permissible to ask a Buddhist priest to come and speak in your pulpit. How can you ask him to touch the bread that represents the flesh of the Lord Jesus and the cup that represents the blood of the Lord Jesus? That's abomination of the highest kind. And for that act, the sword of the Lord came down and destroyed the church to ashes. And that's exactly what will happen. There is many churches, false churches, churches that promote hyper-grace, churches that promote all this false prosperity gospel, every kinds of lies, and churches that promote easy grace, loose living, no holiness, a compromised gospel, a gay lifestyle, all those churches have been put a mark, a black mark for destruction and by fire. Number three, two signs will be given for this nation. The sign of Noah and the sign of Lot. During these two generations, these two period of time, there was much during the time of Noah, there was an intermingling of human seed with angelic seed. And as a result, giants, demons were born. Demonic worship, witchcraft, 
sorcery, blood sacrifice were all introduced by these wicked angels to humankind through that act during the time of Noah. Now all that generation was wicked. Therefore the judgment of God came. In the midst of the judgment, only Noah's family was saved. There was judgment, but he's, he was saved. That is the first sign. Meaning, when the judgment comes, the righteous family like Noah's family, righteous people like Noah's family will be safely protected by God. There will be a flood all around you, but you will be safely protected. Don't clap your hands, please. Don't clap. Just listen. Sign number two, the sign of Lot. Now what is specific about the times of Lot? Gay, L-G-B-T-Q-R-A-Z, all, all the letters that you can find, you can put them. That was predominant from the youngest to the oldest. They were all involved in a hedonistic lifestyle which means there was pedophile going on in Sodom and Gomorrah bestiality was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah gayism, lesbianism, transgenders, cure, all kinds were going on and the judgment of God came the difference is Lot and his family were taken out they were taken out and hidden. In the same manner, the second sign, when the judgment falls, those who live righteous like Loth, who guarded their soul righteously, they'll be taken out supernaturally. To be hidden or asked to leave, you will be told by the Lord, leave now. You know, hundreds of years ago, the Turks invaded Armenia and destroyed the whole of Armenia. But 300 years before that event happened, the Spirit of the Lord came upon an 8-year-old unlearned boy. And he began to prophesy in the Russian language. Now he has never learned Russian. So he didn't know what how to say, he began to write out all the Russian letters that he was seeing. He wrote them all out. It was a long prophecy about the destruction that was going to come and these people should run to safety when the time comes. The exact map was given to them where they should run to safety. The journey, the route they should take, all the plans were given to them. This young boy, Ephraim, he began to prophesy to all the people about judgment that was coming, about a destruction that was coming. So in the initial first few weeks, everybody was fearing and they were making plans to escape. But the boy said, not now, not now. So after some time, everybody became callous in their hearts and eventually over time, they forgot and life when normal. Hundreds of years passed by 
and then a little while before the Turks were going to invade now God spoke again now's the time everybody run escape nobody believed because this was spoken 300 years before nothing has happened in the last 300 years why would it happen now except for one family nobody else escaped and they were told to go to the US you see your land is a land of refuge a blessed country right you are living in a blessed country so we must make it blessed so they were told exactly to go to a place called California and settle down there and that family is a Shakarian family and a young boy called Demos Shakarian grew up and founded a full gospel businessman's fellowship international which became a great missionary movement all over the world because one family obeyed one family and the rest of the Armenians were massacred but God warned but we were stubborn you are obstinate so God will warn you and tell you when is the right time to flee then you flee he that has ears to hear let him hear what the Spirit of God says finally I was shown the many angels appointed for setting fires opening snow houses blowing tornadoes and hurricanes upon the land and shaking the land through earthquakes I saw all these angels every one of them appointed and set apart what they need to do over this land even the angels of plagues diseases have all been appointed now you read the book of Revelation you'll find that there's an angel appointed for all manner of destructions nothing takes place by accident you know these are the days of grace I scribbled all these when I, it was during the worship so I had no paper I had to borrow this envelope I'm sorry I used your offering envelope to scribble down what I was what I was shown in the heavenly realm my dearly beloved brothers and sisters sons and daughters even right now I see the Lord Jesus Christ standing before me with outstretched arms reaching out to every one of you saying to you come to me I am the source of all good things shall we bow ahead for a word of prayer now thank you wonderful Lord Jesus I see the Lord Jesus Christ standing right before me and he's wearing a shash that is of the rainbow colors and he's stretching out his hand towards you and even 
throughout the whole of the United States. All those watching this program to the internet and through television, satellite television. And the Lord Jesus Christ speaks with great compassion to you. Come to me, my sons. Come to me, my daughters. For I am your refuge. For I am your provider. I am your protector. I am your sustainer. There shall be no other gods for you besides me. If you this day will know your season and the time of your visitation, if you this day will choose to put away yourself, your filth, and embrace me, I will surely keep you far from all this. Do you want to put your life right before the living God? Do you want to put away sin? Do you want to put away disobedience? <coughs> and truly purpose in your heart to be absolutely loyal, absolutely faithful, absolutely obedient, absolutely be holy from this day onwards. If your answer is yes, you just quietly drop to your knees wherever you are right now. Even all those who are watching from your homes, if you want to answer this call. You get up from your chairs, your sofas, your beds and you drop to your knees right now. This is very specific only for the Americans. Thank you wonderful Lord Jesus. I see the Lord Jesus Christ walking in our midst right now. Put your life right before the living God. This is what I see him, hear him saying. Put your life right. Let him who carries the sword, carry it wisely and circumspectly. Put your house in order. The Lord Jesus says this word, to the ministers of God who are gathered here. Put your house in order. Put your house right. Take away the filth from my house. Take away the dross from my house. Take away the goods out of my house. My house shall be called a house of prayer. Don't make it a den of thieves. Put my house right. My servants who are called by my name. Put your sword in the right place. 
it should be by your shield by your sight not hanging somewhere not lying on your table have eyes to see have eyes to see ask the lord that he may open your eyes to see ask the lord to give you a tongue to speak ask the lord to give you a mouth to speak Search your hearts, my dear brothers and sisters, sons and daughters. Search your heart now. Put away every defiling thing out of your hearts now. The sword of the Lord is going forth in our midst now. It is piercing even deep. into your inner being the division in your heart the division in your mind cast them away right now put them away put away division from the midst of you put away fightings in fightings church members fighting against one another church members backbiting against one another church members gossiping against one another church members murmuring against one another and writing all manner of false lies on the social media repent right now repent right now repent there are some people here who have committed abortion repent right now for the blood of your babies are crying before me says the lord for they are standing before me and crying repent right now repent for the blood that you have innocently shed repent humble yourselves now he is a gracious god he will truly embrace you to himself i hear the cries of the child right now the baby they are deploring with anger against god for being killed innocently my dear sister my dear daughter humble yourself right now and you beat on your breast and you cry to god 
for having done this act of abortion. You sincerely repent right now. That the soul will be pleased He who has ears to hear, even all those abroad and afar, let him hear what the Spirit of God is speaking. Again I see the minister of God should carry and handle his sword wisely, circumspectly, and not in a very unwise manner and he must know how to put the sword back in the shield not put anywhere else repent this day those who call themselves ministers My dearly beloved brothers and sisters, sons and daughters, turn your heart back to the living God. That's not the scriptures tell us earlier. If we will turn back to Him, if we will return back to Him, He will turn back to us. I see the Lord Jesus Christ getting down from the stage and going among you and with great compassion like a loving father he's hugging you right now he's hugging you so let's turn return to the Lord right now return to him thank you wonderful father Thank you, wonderful Lord Jesus. I also see the God-fearing men of God, women of God, the righteous ones. The Lord is extending a new gift to you. A very wonderful gift to you now. A precious gift. And that gift will teach you the next journey you need to take in your ministry new dimensions of unexplored realms, unexplored dimensions of time. Thank you, wonderful Lord Jesus. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Unexplored dimensions of time will be revealed, will be made known. You will not just be a foreigner, a teacher of all that, but even be a practitioner, a practitioner who will first experience them. Your eyes have not seen, my brother, your ears have not seen these different dimensions of time and space that God is going to reveal to you. 
and teach you and cause you to teach others. I see a large stone, translucent stone with bluish light shining all within and been given to you. Thank you, wonderful Lord Jesus. There are some young people here, even young adults, you are receiving a new commission from the Lord for the ministry, a new commission to launch out Fast and pray and seek the face of God and the spirit of counsel will guide you and teach you. Thank you, wonderful God. Thank you, wonderful God. Glorious Jesus. Make a total surrender of yourself today, right now. Lord Jesus, all those who are truly surrendered, all those who are truly dedicated, now I pray, Lord, let your holy presence come, come down all over them right now. Let the mist of your glory Come down all over them right now. Right now. Let their mortal bodies experience your glory coming all over them right now. Right now. Let them tangibly feel it, Lord. Let them tangibly feel the glory of your presence. Coming all over them right now. All over them right now. Let them tangibly feel it right now. Let them feel all over them. Thank you, wonderful God. Enlighten their eyes. Enlighten their eyes. Enlighten their eyes. Enlighten their eyes. Thank you, God. All over them, Lord. The supernatural presence. The supernatural presence. Come down right now. 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 Right now. Right now, all over them, let them tangibly feel it, tangibly feel, all over them, let their mortal bodies not be able to contain the power of the living God, falling all over them right now. I command in the name of the Lord Jesus. That the eyes of the understanding be enlightened. 
in the name of the lord jesus i command their eyes be open in the name of the lord jesus i command their ears be open right now let them hear your audible voice speaking to them lord let your eyes behold you standing before them in glory right now right now let them see your rainbow colors dancing before their eyes thank you lord jesus let your glory sweep all over them right now right now spirit of the living god i now pray let your waves flow all over them all over them like billows of waves let it roll all over them right now right now even as you are rolling i release your healing anointing let the wings of eagles come upon them right now right now and from the innermost of their belly i pray let living waters gush out right now let living waters spring forth from the innermost of their belly thank you wonderful god let there be a cleansing lord all within them let your children feel the cleansing taking place all within them right now let their spirits be cleansed let their spirits be cleansed right now let them feel the cleansing of the spirit let them feel it lord thank you wonderful god glorious jesus i see a beautiful white horse come and stand in our midst right now thank you thank you god glorious wonderful father glorious lord jesus thank you oh glorious father thank you wonderful god one more time i pray lord let your sanctifying spirit flow let it flow all over them one more time one more time one more time let it flow all over them in cleansing in cleansing cycle cleansing their mind cleansing their inner man cleansing their souls cleansing their spirits cleansing their hearts cleansing all within them
Thank you God. Thank you God. Thank you God. And now I pray Lord. I commit each and every one of these precious saints of God. And all those who are far off watching through the internet and through television. I commit them into your hands. To keep them blameless till the day of the coming of the Lord. Keep them without spot or wrinkle. Hide them in, the, in your cure against the evil day. And keep them Lord from the evil one. Thank you, wonderful Father. Lift up your holy hands and bless the name of the living God. Bless the name of the living God. Open your mouth and give thanks to the living God. Open your mouth and bless his holy name he's a good God his grace and mercies endures forever and ever let all that is within you bless his holy name Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, O oh my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O oh my soul, I worship your let us all arise to our feet. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before, O I worship your holy name.